0: What?
1: What? 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 Oh, really? I can't hear.
0: <laughs> I know you hurt. You put a Q-tip in your ear, and now you can't hear. And it's absolutely terrible. It kinda I cannot. Kind of fits
1: with the old man vibe, though. It's like,
0: what? What are you? <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? In a period of two seconds, you evolved into your final form. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Watch that third evolution science? of my Pokemon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when are you getting the Fu Manchu mustache? That's when I'm going to be happy.
1: Will you be happy? I don't think. You know what you're in for.
0: My expectation for this Fu Manchu mustache of yours is that you're just going to constantly stroke it, going
1: <laughs> ha, ha, ha 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 and then just like swipe it over my shoulder. Yeah, it has to be long the enough. Long threads of wisdom. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I think that's wisdom. every old man Chinese dream. But you know, until then. <laughs>
0: Question to all our male Asian audience. Is this your dream to have the Fu Manchu mustache when you're older or is that just Michael? So I have a bunch of things that I found on Reddit that I thought we could talk about and might be interesting. Here we go. Okay. So the person's asking if they're the asshole for telling their wife and kids to either take care of the dog or they're going to rehome it. This is the story that they put. Three years ago, my wife and kids wore me down and agreed to let them get a dog. I am not a dog person. They seem like very fine people, but they are just not for me. The deal was that I wouldn't have to walk it or clean up after it and that they would take care of it. It went fine for about a year and a half, but once the damn thing was out of its puppy face, they lost most interest. So for about two years now, I've been walking it because it needs exercise. I have to buy it food because my wife forgets. I have to walk around the backyard before I mow to make sure I'm not going to run over its turds. I'm done. I came home yesterday and it chewed up a pair of my shoes. I waited until dinner and then I laid down the law. The poor thing is going stir crazy. It's used to getting their attention and stuff all the time because of COVID. Now that they can do other stuff, they are ignoring it. It isn't fair to the dog and it isn't fair to me. I said that if they didn't have time to walk it, they could play with it in the backyard, but that I found any turds back there. I was hiring a service to keep the yard clean, but the money was coming out of their allowance or the house budget. I said that I wasn't buying any more food. If there was no food and the dog wasn't fed, I would be hiring someone to watch the dog and once again, they would be paying for it. They got upset with me because the dog likes me and it's obviously my dog. Of course, the thing likes me. I take care of it, which I don't want to do. So I brought out our agreement, which I've made them all sign, not my responsibility. I said they had three choices, take care of the dog, Rehome the dog, or pay someone else to take care of the dog. They all think I'm being too harsh, but I don't think so. I didn't want it in the first place. I've already checked with a friend of mine. She likes dogs and is agreed to take it if my family cannot follow through. My wife says that I'm being an asshole with this ultimatum. I think it's fair. So am I the asshole?
1: Okay. No, I think. Listen, I think he's recognizing that he doesn't want to take care of the dog. He doesn't want to have that responsibility. And, you know, he should always be able to address that because... It's not fair if you can't even voice it. And it seems like it definitely needs a resolution. Kids got to step up or the wife has to step up or something's got to give. It feels like it's almost that point of an ultimatum.
0: Well, I mean, it is at the point of an ultimatum. That's his thing is he's literally saying, look, you, you guys either do this or the dog goes.
1: Yeah. Or they make an Instagram account where the dog can be famous. <laughs> and now he's a moneymaker in the family. Maybe, you know, know the breadwinner. And then the whole dynamic changes. It's like... Dog
0: makes the ultimatum yeah then
1: the dog makes the ultimatum and you guys don't
0: take care of me you're going
1: (laughs) you're going i own this house this is
0: my house i pay for it with my instagram stories yeah
1: (laughs) you'll take me out whenever i want to go out (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so the dog's still young. The dog's a baby. You know, all I'm thinking is, what's the best thing for the dog? That's what I was thinking, too. Because you don't want to be raised in a house of resentment. I think the family's an
0: asshole. I don't think the guy is. I think the guy's he's been honest from the beginning, and he was outnumbered, and then they got the dog. The family's being the asshole.
1: Yeah. And this is
0: a problem with a lot of people. A lot of people get a pet being like, oh, it's going to be great, and then the kids never take care of the pets. It's always the parents.
1: It's a funny thing because... I always hear the opposite where family member like my mom never wanted a pet was against having junior our dog when we grew up and we brought home one day and she was like I don't want to touch him it's just you guys have to handle everything I got to work a lot you know this is just going to create a lot of problems because he's going to bark blah blah blah. and then lo and behold years later she treats him like anyone else in the family and couldn't imagine not having him so I could see how you know pets just evolved to become family to even those that are most skeptical in this situation. It, it kind of sucks that it's not the case. It's probably more the rarer situations. I always feel like pets endear themselves to the owners.
0: I am glad it worked out for you guys. I think it's still a really dick move to have a pet in the hopes that, oh, it's okay, you'll change your mind. Because what if the person doesn't change their mind? And now that dog has to live with someone that hates it. So I had an ex and they had a dog and I hated that dog. I did not like their dog at all. Oh, is I it hated aggressive? it I like never what, liked what that dog. What did
1: you not like about dogs? So you love dogs. You love animals. So I'm very curious to know what was it about that particular dog?
0: My ex raised this dog terribly. This dog was spoiled. It would just got away with everything. And you just had to do so much for this dog. And It was angry all the time, too. It was a really yappy, whiny dog. And it needed attention all the time. And it would bark at everything. And I just found it so fucking annoying. Yeah, <laughs> just
1: did you feel no. like no, I was like talking like a psychiatrist? Uh, did you feel that there was deep seated <laughs> hatred and resentment for your boyfriend that you, was you know, taking out on this you taking out on the dog? I was like, what, what, what did I do? I just want food. I just no, want to be this loved. This
0: dog was stupid. It sucked. In terms of dogs, this was bottom of the totem pole. Interesting. <laughs> It sounds so rough, and I hear it when I'm saying it. But it's also true, which again is why I think that unless everybody's on board, I don't think you should get a pet in hopes that the other person will just fall in love with it. Because again, if they don't, now this pet has to live with someone knowing that that person doesn't like it. And animals can pick up on that. Probably why the dog continued to be an asshole to me because I was like, "Fuck this dog."
1: Do you think that a lot of families or couples adopt a pet to help fix problems in their marriage oh and or in their fix the relationship? Family? Pet? yeah yeah fix a relationship it because we know situations terrible. where babies are born out of that Ooh, fix, it are out, fix it babies fix it babies
0: that's terrible too <laughs> just the morals go out the window my relationship's garbage i think i'll have a baby
1: <laughs> like, it's a hell mary you know there's a lot of risk in that but well maybe Oof. it does help to realize there's a bigger picture and you know maybe a couple is bickering about stupid things that don't matter and once the baby comes in they're like oh now we can focus. Focus our energies into something productive something loving and
0: yeah and ignore all the problems in our relationship so we could just have that deep down inside so it could just continue to come out and fuck up our kid
1: isn't that what we're doing with august
0: (laughs) that's why she's (laughs) fucked (laughs) (laughs) yeah they love her so much.
1: Yeah, that's why you have ridiculous amount of necklaces for her. <laughs> pouring so that love into something well, that Michael. gives back to in some extent.
0: Look, you either start drinking or you get a fix a relationship pet. No, okay, that's terrible. <laughs> By the way, I'm you very start happy marketing you.
1: that. It's like, hey, now offering fix a relationship pets. Oh, <laughs> Perfect oh, for your fuck. broken marriage.
0: <laughs> and cue to commercial. <laughs> Background music for the sponsored advertisement. And now a word from our sponsors by our friends at Fix a Relationship Pet Matching Service. Are you and your partner struggling to communicate? Are you feeling disconnected and distant? Well, before you consider having a baby to fix your relationship, listen up.
1: Fix a relationship pet matching service uses AI technology to understand the root of your relationship issues and matches you with a pet that can provide a quick solution to cover the systematic issues in your relationship.
0: Wah, oh wah, God! Wah, I'm a baby. Wah. Instead of a crying baby that adds stress and chaos to your relationship, imagine a cuddly kitten or a loyal dog that can help you both relax and feel more connected. Pets can also help you build trust, empathy, and create a deeper bond between you and your partner.
1: So why not try Fix-A-Relationship Pets Matching Service and give your relation the boost it needs? Visit the website now at Fix a Relationship Pet Matching Service dot com and use the promo code Lee's Palace for a special discount.
0: Thanks for listening to Lee's Palace podcast and thanks to our sponsor, Fix a Relationship Pet Matching Service for their support. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Until next time, take care. Insert outro music of the commercial. da 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 da. Welcome back. Oh, God, that really makes me want to get another pet now. Got Which it. is wild because I think our relationship's great, but I think is we need it another. <laughs> is it <laughs> maybe we'll start off small, and get like a gerbil. <laughs> pretty, pretty
1: sure there's a theme to these podcasts. Like once a podcast, you bring up something with the sleight of hand of wanting out of this relationship for some reason. Oh
0: my god, that's terrible.
1: <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna have a divorce and we're gonna have a divorce party. It's gonna mm. be great. Yeah, it's people gonna be are really shower exciting. us with gifts. Yeah.
0: Oh, and then we're gonna remarry. You're gonna find a rich lady, and I'm gonna find a rich lady and they're gonna give us a ton of money in their will and then they're going to mysteriously die and then all of a sudden
1: don't tell people that
0: (laughs) well i didn't tell them anything i was just saying
1: they're gonna die of lovely natural causes exactly
0: And then we can remarry afterwards. It won't be suspicious whatsoever. It's cool. It's no big deal. Want to hear the next question?
1: Yeah, let's hear this question. I think we beat this one to death.
0: (laughs) This one made me laugh and think of you because I'm racist. So am I the asshole for calling a generic brand of cup noodles ramen. Okay, this is pretty silly and low stakes. Context, I am an American and my boyfriend is Canadian and I'm currently visiting him for a month. Obviously, I bought myself some food, including cup noodles. So my boyfriend and I are in the kitchen and I say, I'm going to make some ramen for myself. As I get the cup noodle out, my boyfriend gave me a really puzzled look, raised his eyebrows and said, that's cup noodles, not ramen. Now, this confused me. In America, the cup noodle brand I buy from is labeled ramen soup. I told him this, we went back and forth for while. He argued it's not ramen and that ramen is more specific, has to be of a higher quality and have a certain type of noodle. I laughed and said that I was just going based on packaging. He said, well, don't call it something it's not. Now, here's where I could be the asshole. I told him flat out, and admittedly is a bit of an annoying tone that I used, that I wouldn't call it something else, and that it was stupid for him to make that request when it literally is called ramen where I live, and that I don't care to change what I call foods. He said I overreacted by becoming upset. At his request, and the rest of the night was a bit tense. There's no bitterness about this now, as it's been a few days and it's mostly been dropped, but I keep thinking about this and I generally want some outside input
1: whoa okay I really want to know what their ethnicities are
0: oh my god right because
1: if it's two white people arguing about (laughs) calling it ramen I'm like listen you're using a word which ramen means noodles in Japanese it doesn't make a difference what you call it I'm actually giving you points for calling it ramen I didn't know this yeah so I am uncultured the idea that it's a higher quality if it was a Japanese person that was Canadian born Japanese like ramen is like a higher quality than regular instant noodles hey that's fine that's that's something you can put your steak on if you'd like but technicality wise it's all the name
0: so do you think the girlfriend is the asshole or do you think the boyfriend is the asshole
1: i don't know i think this is just kind of like a squabble that really has no point although if we were to have this conversation and you bring Ooh. out a cup of noodles like the instant noodles that are white branded that you buy from no mr. Noodles or like Loblaw's mr noodles and you're like mm. huh, i'm gonna have some high quality ramen i'd look at you and be like <laughs> That is the lowest quality ramen you could be bringing out there.
0: Or, or it's like uh, Mr. Bubbles when he makes his pho, but he uses Lipton noodles. Yes. It's <laughs> high quality pho, but it's <laughs> just the Lipton noodle pack. He doesn't even boil the water. He just microwaves it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think it tells us something about the person more than anything. So, you know. I did get a message on LinkedIn a couple weeks ago from some Chinese person that was very keen to add me. And their intro message was, hey, I recognize your name as a Chinese name. Let's be friends on LinkedIn. What?
0: Yeah. Did you add them as a friend?
1: I did. Yes. I did. Well, I just like, you know, out of curiosity, it's like eh. it's like one liners on dating sites. If it gets your attention, I'm interested, you're like, ah sure, why not? See, I I'll think that works for, that.
0: for you. But if someone were to ever reach out to me and be like, Hey, you're white and so am I That's I'd be like Fuck no. This is bad. This is And you start getting just, these
1: pamphlets about, oh you know, like
0: God. KKK, oh God, (laughs) it's so bad. So I guess that's something that only works in certain circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is a bit of a spiral it's not deep really it's just interesting so I had found this thing on Reddit and it said what is the funniest conspiracy theory that you've heard real fast I do have to love the one person that said Humpty Dumpty didn't fall he was pushed <laughs> I really like that one
1: yeah that's a good theory so
0: I went online and I was trying to find conspiracy theories that I had never heard before because there's the typical ones like the moon landing didn't happen JFK wasn't shot Elvis Presleys still alive like that kind of stuff but We've heard all those ones. So I'm like, oh, let me try and either find something that somebody said that's really funny or something I've never heard. So I came across that Canada tried to develop gaydar. Go on. Turns out it's not a conspiracy theory. It's actually true. In the 1960s, the government hired a university professor to develop a way to detect Homosexuality. This machine is called the Fruit Machine. <laughs> this is terrible. What it was is that the subjects were put on a like it looks like a dentist chair, and they were put on there, and they were forced to watch pornography. And some of the porn was straight porn, and some of the porn was gay porn. And then the machine would measure how dilated your pupils were, assuming that the what would excite you would make your pupils dilate more, therefore showing that you're gay but there's so many holes in that it's ridiculous I mean even the fact that some of the scenes in the pornography could be darker so your pupils get larger and then when it's brighter they get smaller like even that alone would make that the dumbest thing I've ever heard of there's so many things that can make that faulty but what's fucked up about it is it actually made people lose their jobs a lot of people. So they were trying to keep them out of civil service, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, oh, no. and the military. Over 9,000 people were investigated and hundreds of them lost their jobs.
1: Oh, that's terrible.
0: Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? That was created in Canada. So, they,
1: and they applied it in Canada for government type of jobs, like yeah. in the sense that they would get people to go through these random screenings and basically they would lose their job if they didn't pass. Like, in terms and, of their standards?
0: And they didn't even tell people they were testing that. Oh. So they tricked them into it. They told people that it was just to rate their stress levels. So people, oh, they times. had people volunteer to do this test. Okay,
1: how how real is this? Because we're talking about conspiracy theories, but you're saying this is actually real? 100% real.
0: real. It, the machine was developed by Frank Robert Wake, a psychologist professor who is apparently is a horrible fucking human being at Carleton University. and. And it's further showing how fucked up the government can be. That's damn. crazy. Yeah, that is messed up. But apparently after people figured out what they were actually testing for, hmm, surprisingly nobody wanted to volunteer for it anymore. Hmm. There's so many issues with that. And I was just like, damn, all I wanted to hear was about like the earth is flat. But yeah, learn that about a little Canadian history. See, I just looked over your shoulder and saw a squirrel. So my pupils better have dilated because fuck that squirrel. <laughs> that asshole is looking around on our roof being like hey how can i get inside their house and fucking get off my roof
1: yeah squirrels are the bane to our existence my my people's
0: better be the size of dinner plates right now (laughs) or super honed in would
1: you think that uh, a bb gun on squirrels is animal cruelty animal cruelty yes do I do. As much about, as I want to about use hose. One. Hose on. No, I think a
0: hose is great. Hose the shit out of it. Fucking squirrel. <laughs> Damn. I sound like an animal hater this episode. I was ragging on that dog earlier, and now I'm going ape shit on this squirrel. Oh, no. Uh,
1: maybe they should get a test to identify people <laughs> like you. Make sure you don't own pets. <laughs> Damn it. That would oh, be a pretty good screening. No. Okay, let's put you in front of like images of pets <laughs> to see if your eyes will dilate. And then, uh, yeah, if you're not if you're not an animal hater, we'll give you a, you'll be safe to own a no, pet. otherwise. I love
0: animals, I do. I don't like the squirrels because they ruin our house and cost us thousands of dollars. And I don't like that one particular dog, okay? I love dogs, but just like every species on this planet, there's asshole versions of it. That was the asshole version of dogs. <laughs>
1: i believe you but would a pet dar believe you that's the question
0: would a pet dog believe me i don't know like,
1: that bar is very low <laughs> okay dogs will let anything dogs sniff and eat shit sometimes that's what happens
0: yeah but the, some dogs don't let people bite them and now that we know how low the bar is that really says something
1: mm, all right well you can go with that one
0: Okay. Uh, Which is worse? Online job searching or online dating?
1: Okay. Well, in a practical sense, I would say online job searching because it's stressful.
0: I would say online dating because with online job searching, I could find a job. And if I don't like it, then, you know, I do quit or I get fired and then I find another job. But with online dating, if I find the wrong guy, he murders me. (laughs)
1: Took it from zero to a hundred. I'm surprised that you ever tried online dating. (laughs) I didn't Um,
0: want to. I only did it because I was bored. And then I found my husband. (laughs) It's the most romantic thing I think ever. they have a lot
1: of similarities. Online job searching, online dating, you're trying to find a match between the job and the role and the people you'd be working with. Online dating, it's more the, you know, chemistry, all the things that go into it. So they both have their pros and cons.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: But online dating could have instant gratification.
0: Okay, so is it funny to think about online online job searching with instant gratification?
1: What would that be like?
0: hey, I would like to work here. You're hired. You're getting your paycheck in the mail. as we speak.
1: What's the, uh, what's the one night stand situation for online, uh, for job searching?
0: Kind of like being a hooker. You go out, fuck, get paid and that's it. It's just one night.
1: Like consulting (laughs) or like a one-time job type of situation?
0: The sluttiest consulting you've ever seen. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to consult so hard for you tonight that you've never been consulted like this before and you're going to pay me so well and then I'm never going to see you again.
1: Yeah. They hire the company would just ghost you after one job. Say, <laughs> like, hey, you know, like, how, how did it go? It's like, phew, silence.
0: <laughs> right. You get your email returned back to you saying that the email address you tried to forward to doesn't exist.
1: Yeah. Or your company email just all of a sudden gets deactivated.
0: <laughs> I love this yeah no and they go all out too you get a company phone you get a company email you get a company uniform you get all of it and the next day it's gone
1: <laughs> you inquire deeper and you find out that they took a test um oh
0: my god they check my pupil sizes they checked your pupil sizes <laughs> turns out i hate they, dogs <laughs> yeah.
1: and they're a dog pro company
0: <laughs> yeah. it actually was a company for like dog food <laughs> how did we hire her how did she get past our security <laughs>
1: You're we trying she to hated be polite, but not dog. trying to talk to you about this issue and just like hope you read between the lines. But the fact of the matter is you're a dog hater. I am yeah. not a dog hater. And we're a dog pro company as by, by our mission statement, we build homes for dogs. <laughs> We can't have someone that hates dogs <laughs> building homes for dogs.
0: They, they Check out the homes that I consulted, and these these homes suspiciously look like cat house. Why is there a scratching post in this dog house? And then they, it just breeds a bunch of dogs with identity crisis. <laughs> just something.
1: Uh, it's a multi-dwelling units that you'd be building and you had like designated rooms like, oh, this is the dog room, which is like one cubby hole. <laughs> this is a cat room. Oh, it's no. like a loft sized room <laughs> with multi-tiered areas and platforms.
0: It's the Harry Potter dog house. All the dogs have to live in the cupboard under the stairs and all the cats get the bedrooms. But dogs are so sweet. So they're so happy to live under the stairs. And they're like, oh, I'm so happy I have a home. And then the cats don't even use the bedrooms.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that that is the rabbit hole here.
0: Question Reddit, am I the asshole for finding that hilarious? (laughs) Okay. Do we have any hypothetical questions to end this with? Okay. All right. If you were a fruit, what fruit would you be and why?
1: Is a tomato a fruit? I think it is. I'll be a tomato. Why? You <laughs> might ask. Tomato is, I'm pretty sure, from the Bible as a fruit sent by the God to reward man and woman for their everything good in life. They embodied it into a fruit. <laughs> and they
0: made you a tomato?
1: They made tomatoes. And the I am a tomato. And think about it this way. What came from tomatoes is not delicious? Nothing. Everything's delicious. Tomato sauces. Ketchup. Ketchup. Soup. Which, yeah. Soup. Pasta. Pasta. Oh my God. Think Tomatoes are so good. They're so good. You're delicious. Thank you. I mm. know.
0: I'm never going to call you meat ever again. You're going to be my tomato.
1: Mm. Mm. Or tomato. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I turn red when I drink alcohol, anyways, like a tomato.
0: Boom, boom.
1: So anyways, I think all Italian people would agree to me that tomato is the best fruit if you consider tomato a fruit because of what can be made with it.
0: I don't base what makes a fruit the best fruit by how its usefulness. You gotta go by flavor as well.
1: Yeah, and tomato says delicious flavor.
0: I'm a banana, so people feel uncomfortable when they eat me in public, especially if they make hard eye contact with anybody.
1: (laughs) Technically, a banana is yellow on the outside, white on the inside. You'd be more like an egg.
0: Yeah, but I'm a a banana. I chose a banana.
1: High in potassium.
0: (laughs) I just want to make people uncomfortable. Very sugary. But people eat me anyways because I'm delicious.
1: Well, that's depends. And I'm great
0: in smoothies.
1: Do you know that the healthiest part of a banana is life cycle to eat it is during the green phase gross yeah it's like you hate
0: bananas
1: the longer you wait for a banana the riper they get the more high sugar content the banana becomes which i guess a lot of people like but if you want to be a healthy banana eater you eat it when it's greener
0: That's disgusting. (laughs) I don't care what people say. I don't care about any of that stuff. I want to eat a banana when it tastes good. All right. And when it tastes good is not when it's green.
1: So do you think uh, you'd consider me a banana as the fruit because the way I am yellow on the outside, white on the inside?
0: Michael, I don't base everything on skin. Just 50% of things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to throw you a a ball here after all the earlier comments.
0: (laughs) Think you're a lovely human being, and it doesn't matter what your skin tone is on the inside or the outside.
1: Well, I my mean, skin tone on the inside is probably <laughs> better to know if there is a skin tone I'm on talking the Talking about your
0: banana soul.
1: Gotcha. Well, we can end with that, and you can ask our very few listeners that uh, <laughs> actually indulge these podcasts what, what fruit th- would you be? What fruit would you be? And
0: why? Please don't cancel me. <laughs> Mostly for the dog comment. I feel like that would everyone, everyone's going to hate me for the dog comment. But I stand by it. Have a good day, guys. Bye.
1: Later. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. The drives are cool. While I've got the moves. am really movable. I said chill. Up and down their spine. Just a sexy boy I'm not your boy, toy